Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the very first of ever of the Sunday League Show Extra, a podcast bringing guest and specialist predictors together from the OBD SFL, Westfa, the Sunday, uh, the Southern Sunday Football League and the Quirtum Nissapal Sunday Football League. We're bringing the best brains of Sunday League football together to discuss the, the games of the week as we identified on the Sunday League show previously earlier in the week with Gibbs, Jamie, Roger and Graham. Boys, I'm going to do some introductions now. With me tonight, I've got Dan Cavell, formerly of uh, Sporting Club Thames Media. He'll update us in a minute what he's up to. Uh, these days, probably enjoying a Sunday morning line, I imagine. Omar <laughs> from Spring Hill Blues is with us. Stephen from Peckham A. Uh, Dan Beeler from Clapham Wanderers. You would have heard his terrible predictions and pun work that he does <laughs> on the podcast last season. Uh, welcome, Dan. You'll also be included in the um, head-to-head with me, Jamie Gibbs and Roger on the other podcast. Uh, Russell, the uh, Quirtum Municipal uh, League Secretary, can't join us tonight, sadly. A last-minute game for his club, uh, Spartans Quirtum Municipal. means he can't attend. But Amari, as usual, you're holding up um, the Quirtum Municipal League tonight. Yeah, have to, as soon as the league (laughs) league set can't come through. (laughs) Someone's (laughs) got to do it. It's a tough job. So, boys, just a quick one. I don't, this again... The whole point of this podcast was a bit of fun and to try and expand um, on the predictions because I think it can drive some good conversation on um, social media and maybe get that banter or that, or wind a few teams up. Um, but just tell us a bit about yourselves. Dan, Dan Cavell, let's start with you. As I said when we started, you've been on the podcast a couple of times as a, as a gaffer for Sporting Club Thamesmead. Um, what are you up to these days? Yeah, so like what you said, I'm enjoying my Sunday mornings back. Um, I was I was with you for United um, and then Sporting Club Tim's Mead when I was at like 18. So I was like 13 years ago now. So I ain't really had any weekends or Sundays since then. So yeah, football. So yeah, so basically I was involved with the OBDSFL for 12, 13 years up until this season. Um, and yeah, a lot of the Sporting Club Tim's Mead boys have gone over to Long Lane. Plus they've got probably six, seven, eight in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I'm not really involved with that, but obviously I'm in contact with him all the time. He's still my mates, um, Max, who was our goalkeeper. Um, yeah. yeah, and another boy called Dan. They're um, like joint managers, but yeah, so I look forward to seeing how they're going to do this season. And but, you'd be, you're definitely a you're definitely a fan, and you definitely keep in touch with what's going on in Sunday football. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously, I'm always on Twitter and 
um, I'm in a couple of like, Sunday league chats and stuff. So yeah, I, I like to keep and I, and I enjoy it anyway. So whether I was involved with it or not, I, I still keep up to date and yeah, enjoy Sunday league football regardless. Nice one, Omar, the gaffer of Cup. Oh, you're the <coughs> bridesmaids last year. It has to be said at Springhill, uh, Springhill United Blues, a cup final defeat and m- narrowly missing out. Uh, in the uh, league, in your league challenge last season, uh, but your history in Sunday league football—I'm not trying to call you old or anything—but you've got a decent, a decent history uh, in Sunday league football. I have. Well, I've been about West for itself since about 2009, so I know the majority of the teams. Obviously, there's been new ones coming and going. Yeah. Last couple of years, I've been with the Blues. Joined them. It was meant to be a vet team, which didn't happen. So eventually, I became their manager because of my experience. But yeah, I've been about, um, like I said, Westwood for quite a long time. Nice one. Stephen, Peckham IA, formerly uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead, Spitfires or Reserves, and formerly, uh, what what was the team called before? It was Sporting Club Thamesmead? Uh, we were South East Spitfires, yeah. That's it, South East Spitfires. But Steve, found your home now at uh, Peckham IA, and uh, things looking up for you after a good season last year. Yeah, probably my most successful as a manager uh, with, with Peck and Rye last season. Um, it was heading the right way, obviously, when we was Not under Dan Cavell's wing. At, <laughs> under Dan Cavell's <laughs> wing at, um, at Thamesmead. Um, it's been looking positive ever since then. Obviously, you're learning from other managers and uh, bigger bigger and better teams that are more accomplished <clears> than yourselves. Uh, yeah, this season, we're current uh, UCL champions of the People's FC's uh, tournament, so... Uh, that's a good start for us. Yeah, a good Very break. Much. Any trophy, yeah. at the, any trophy is a good trophy. You can't you can't knock it? Of course, mate. Yeah, it was a proper day out. Like I spoke to you in the preseason friendly. It was a it was a big day for us. A big big moment for the club. And obviously, you get that hunger and that taste of silverware. It can only bode well for the, the season ahead. Absolutely right. On to Dan Beeler, uh, Clap and Wanderers aficionado, uh, yeah, and, and uh, Southern <clears throat> Sunday Football League. Uh, contributor um, Dan, we've had a brief chat recently um, on a on our um, how to podcast, but just oh, give it. That. That's good. It was it was good. Um, a shame we didn't get very many of those done. I must say, I did enjoy the break. Uh, yeah. too, a, bit, <laughs> a bit too much and midweek games. I was doing uh, took up most of my time. Um, but yeah, tell us a bit about a brief bit about yourself and your involvement with the Summer Sunday. Uh, yeah, cool. Been. Uh... Started Clapham Wanderers up about four years ago. We're going into our fifth season. Um, first Sunday league sort of team I've managed and ran. Uh, do it with two others. Um, yeah, we've had highs. We've been promoted. We got relegated last season. And uh, yeah, learning loads as I go, really. Fantastic. Amari, your um, your club list is as long as your arm, but uh, give, us the, give us the condensed version of it. Uh, the condensed version, I've probably played for every club in every division that there is in Croydon. <laughs> Scored goals been... everywhere as well, though, to be fair. Yeah, the, well, the other day, even the missus said, I'm not allowed to win no more golden boots because she's sick of seeing the trophies. <laughs> oh, nice, <laughs> nice. But no, at the moment, um, with South London Royals, so with John, who I think has been on the podcast before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, I wouldn't really say helping him, but yeah, just down there playing with John at the moment. Was obviously with MMFC last season. Um, one div, one before they unfortunately folded. Um, and hopefully, because I've recently become a ref, I'm hoping that I'll ref some of these teams so that I can get like a, a little inside, I don't know, 
Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's part that's partly why last season I refereed on I think three or four Sunday leagues last year, so I could get a look and and at least have half a clue about what some of the teams are like when you when we're talking about them here every week. I've been refereeing on the Alpington and Bromley for well, nearly twelve years. I think it's twelve years now, so I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with the teams there. And Westford I've probably refereed on and off uh, over the same period, so I'm comfortable there. But to be able to talk comfortably about the Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal is important. So I gave the Quarter Municipal a good go. Last year, it was tough on the Southern Sunday for distances for me to ref there. So I didn't get too much done. But yeah, it's good that we've got a mixed... We touched the billet, did we? You wouldn't have got me at Clapham. I said to um, <laughs> I said to Graham, I can only do Dulwich grounds and they're so precious there that my first game got called off because for a drop of rain. Uh, and the second game, I did Albion against the uh, eventual champions, Clapham Rovers. So the, the better Clapham team. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to argue, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Right. So our games of the week last week, we spoke about those uh, on the podcast on Tuesday night when it was released. Um, let's get straight into it and we'll start with the OBD SFL. What I'm going to do is give the person or people from their own individual leagues, um, the, the, the lead on it. So I'm going to ask them why they've, why they've done that score and hopefully they'll give us a reasonable um, answer. I'll remind everyone of my predictions and I'll remind everyone of um, the, the contributor from the, the Sunday League show as well. So we'll make it a, a whole thing um, and hopefully we'll probably all come out with Wins either way and a draw. So no one, we, none of us are going to agree on this one, I don't think. Dan, Dan Cavell, you're straight, you're first yeah. up with the OBDSFL. And we'll ask all the other boys what their um, what their predictions are as well. First up this week on the predictions was Lesser Albion against Blase Ballers, an all Div 1 uh, game in, uh, they're all uh, President Charity Cup games this week in the OVDSFL. So these these scores will be the score at the end of 90 minutes. All the games go straight to penalties now. All Cup games go straight to penalties in the OVDSFL. There's no extra time anymore. So these predictions will be the score at 90 minutes. Dan, uh, I went 2-1 on this one and Jamie went 1-2. Uh, so he's backed Blase to win 2-1. I've, I've backed Lesser to win 2-1. What was your prediction and why? I've backed Lesser for this one. I, I, I did originally put two all, and then I just put uh, went with Lesser. The, the, the thing with Lesser is they're probably the most unpredictable team yeah. throughout the OBDSFL because they've got some really, really, really good players down there. Um, and yeah, if they can get them all out, they they could they could be right at the top of Division One. If they don't, they could be right at the bottom. So you just don't know what you're going to get with them. Yeah, they I are. Think, it's, it's a mixed bag with them, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, well, yeah, one of my friends has joined them from Blendon. He's okay. a very, very good player, and I think they've got two or three in. Um, so, yeah, I think beginning of the season, I think they've probably all missed it. Um, I think, yeah, so I've gone with them, putting a strong team out and getting the win. And, and I think they're, they're all a bit older as well, so they might sort of put the boot up Blase ballers a little bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> they could do. They could do. Blase new to Alberton and Bromley, obviously got the promotion last year, looked like they were going yeah. to take the division. Someone else's error cost them a title, which is devastating, really. But this will this will essentially be the highest level that they've played at in Sunday football. They were in the lower divisions of the Southern Sunday and the lower yeah. divisions of Westfar. 
uh, before that. So now they've they've hit Division One in the OBDSFL, which for me is when it re- the, when the quality really starts to tell. And and Dan, you'd know that as well that you went through the divisions with Erif and obviously Sporting Club Thamesmead. Division yeah. One is when it when the quality gets a bit serious. Yeah, well, I think I think yeah, two, three, four, five. I think it is a lottery. Really, you get a lot of new teams. You get teams going up. You get teams coming down. And yeah, the the, the margins are a lot less. And then you go up to Division One, it's a massive jump. And yeah. then you go up to the Premier, and it's even it's an even bigger jump. So um, yeah, I think I think Division One's when you sort of start getting sort of the the, the quality teams. Yeah, uh, Russell's not here, so I'll read his out first. He has gone for a two nil Blase win. Uh, Omar. Where have you gone on this one? I went 3-1, Blase um, Ballers, purely because of how they've done last season. I thought maybe momentum, first game of the season. Fair but enough. Stephen? Uh, gone for a 2-1 win to Leicester. Uh, played against them when we was in Obidisfell in a cup. Uh, very good experience side, set up very well. And I think Blase will be a bit too Blase on the day. Maybe, maybe <laughs> that's the worry for them. Uh, Dan Bieler, what you found? Where, who, where have you gone on this one? You might have seen Blase Ballers during their uh, Southern Sunday days. Do you know what? I didn't see him, but that was the reason I kind of gave him the win. I don't know too much about either of the teams, but I knew Blase were at Southern Sunday, so I thought I'd go with the... Uh, and, and I knew they did quite well last year, to be fair, so that's why I went yeah. with a 2-0 to Blase. Uh, Amari, last but not least. Uh, I went 4-2 only because... I heard about Blase in the podcast from last season and yeah. I saw them play at John Fisher on the one on the weekend just gone and they looked very good. I don't know much about Lesser Ablin, but they did look really good on Sunday. Fair enough. You can only go with what you see. Uh next up, Dan, Sydney Sports versus our own Greenwich Mariners. Uh just a reminder of the scores from the last podcast. I went three two to Sydney and Jamie backed. Uh, a three-all draw with them going through on penalties, but the, the the prediction stays at three-all. Dan, have you been kind to Jamie or not? Well, it depends. On what if, oh, I said five-one. It depends if you think it's going to be more or not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yeah, like these early weeks is, is a lottery, really. But obviously, he's just judging on last season. I think Sydney could be right up there in Division Two. And did uh, Division, uh, one, Division One? Division One. Division One. Sorry. Yeah. yeah Greenwich Mariners finished bottom of Division Two last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you would you would think there's going to be yeah sort of three or four goals in it at the minimum, really. But yeah, so it's, it's just sort of what score really. So I said, yeah, I said five one. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> we, we've we've played loads of times against both teams as well when two three have had some good games against both of them but yeah I think probably at this moment in time it's probably the biggest gap between them that there's ever been so yeah that's true uh, that's fair enough and Jamie would agree with you there I think I think he's banking on first day of the season perhaps um, team the, the, the higher placed team not maybe being fully at it and nicking a draw and going to penalties. I think he's predicted a draw. So obviously um, he knows it's going to be a tall order. Uh, let's go to Amari next on this, uh, for this one. What have you gone for Sydney against Mariners? Um, I know nothing about either team. I just guessed three one <laughs> because I used to live in Sydney. <laughs> That's the Fair enough. Fair enough. Russell has gone three, two to Sydney. Uh, Dan, where have you gone on this? Um, I had absolutely no idea. So I went for Desmond. 
Okay. <laughs> Anytime you see a Desmond pop up, that'll be why. <laughs> yeah, so everyone has to do um, a shot now if you're playing the uh, Sunday League show drinking game. There's the first Desmond. <laughs> uh, Stephen, Stephen, where have you gone? Uh, my heart tells me one thing, but my head tells me another. Um, got a good friend down in uh, Mariners and Mokes. So yep. I'm hoping they can be wrong and he gets five and they win 5 1. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> gone for a, a Sydenham 3 1 win there. Okay, fair enough. And Omar? I went 2 1. I see the Mariners on Sunday and they have some good players. I thought it's going to be, I thought it'd be quite tight. I don't know if they've recruited this season from the results last um, season. But yeah, I thought 2 1, Sydenham. Close. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, third game is Westrum, uh, cup specialist last season. This is a cup competition taking on Royal Southwark. Uh, I backed Westrum to win 2-1. I thought the old heads at Westrum with their cup pedigree uh, could do a job on Royal Southwark, who were disappointing overall last year. Uh, some big talk coming out of Royal Southwark over recent years about them feeling they could be higher in the uh, OBDFL, DSFL struct- structure. Um, but yeah, finished in the relegation zone, stayed in Division One this year though, because of the outgoing teams above. Um, everyone um, seemed to have stayed up. Um, Jamie has gone for uh, a three-two uh, Western win. Uh, Dan, you've gone against us two though. Yeah, I've gone four-two uh, Royal Southwark. I think the one thing that's definitely going to be is over goals, um, yeah. especially Royal Southwark. I know they score a lot, but they let a lot in. Um, yeah, I, the thing is, I think teams, it's so important these first two months to start well because otherwise people start losing interest and people start making excuses not to come. So I think getting a good start, and I think Royal Southwark have got some good players, but I think that's what probably cost them last season. I think some boys, once they couldn't win the league or they was out of the title race, they put they just stopped turning up. So um, I think they'll, yeah, should have their full squad together. And I, I think, yeah, with their full squad, they will be a good team. So I've gone for them to win. Fair enough. A fair old away day, Westrum, for uh, Royal Southwark. That, that's probably the longest away day they could probably have uh, in the <laughs> OBDSFL. So uh, they'll need to what? hit the ground running. Where is Westrum? I've never heard of it. It's down in Kent. Yeah, I no, think I it's, like, yeah, it's, like a, it's a decent it's a decent one. Not um, far from airport, I believe. Big and well, yes. Big and Yeah, it's out that way. Uh, boys, let's go with Omar. Where did you go for that one? I went with Royal Southwark to win 2-1, purely because I'm from Southwark. <laughs> A Newcastle fan from Southwark, fair enough. Stephen, Stephen, where did you go? Uh, I've gone, like you said, a big away day for Royal Southwark, so I don't know if they'll struggle to get numbers down there. I've gone for 4-2 to Westerham. I believe they've got a lot to play for, and uh, I believe, unfortunately, they lost their keeper um, yeah. uh, last year. So yeah. uh, I think they're going to have... Uh, a big season for themselves. They've got something to play for now and hopefully they go well. Agreed. Dan Bela. Uh Right, so a little, I'll be quick, but we beat Royal Southwark a couple of years ago in the London Cup and it was one of our finest hours, to be fair. The cup one was a team like Royal Southwark, we were absolutely buzzing. Um, but we got our one Saturday lad we had that time, turned around, he looked at half their team and he turned back to me at kickoff and he said, they're a bloody good team this lot. Because yeah. he knew a lot of them from that scene. So, yeah. I, yeah, just through what I know from them, I've gone for a Southwark 3-1 win. See, 3-1 win. Russell has gone for a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. That's the next shot. Amari, what have you gone for? I've gone for a 4-1. Uh, 
uh, to Royal Southwark. I've heard good things about Royal Southwark, and last time I saw Westrum was when they lost the cup final against yeah. the ten of West Wickham. Yeah, I mean West Wickham are a great a great side, very reminiscent of the uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead Sunday's team. They're they're going through the divisions as well, and they've just found themselves in the Prem. It's a big ask for Westrum in Division Two to be to be um, playing West Wickham, who were in the promotion places of Division One last season. Um, a big ask for them, and, and as Stephen rightly said, they have got um, something to play for. Uh, so you never know on their home patch. Dragging a load of lads down to Westrum on a Sunday morning. You never know what could happen. Good luck to both teams. Uh, the fourth and last OBD, OBD SFL game this week is Woosh against Metro Massive. Um, Metro Massive come across from Westford last season to the Alpington and Bromley. I think it's Division 3 that they're playing in this season. Uh, and Woosh failed to get promoted after such a good start last year. Uh, hot on the tails of um, Hatchin Beckham and Manor last year but fell off badly, uh, didn't fo- didn't finish in the promotion places, so find their, find their uh, place in Division 3 again this year. Um, I went for a, a one all on this one. I can be, see it being tired. Again, like lesser, I can, I'm, I'm hearing that Blendham, old Blendham players are, are spreading themselves out amongst a couple of teams this season. Maybe Dan will confirm that in a minute, but uh, Metro Massive, at, 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 they at least have one name that I recognise uh, that have joined them. Uh, so I've gone for one all. Jamie, uh, went two all, so we fancy a draw. This we think it's going to be tight. Dan, what did you go for? I went for three one Metro Massive. Um, yeah, I've got to be got to be honest. These two, I know probably the least about um, yeah. at the over the SFL teams, but I think when, when Metro Massive started, I think they started last year a couple of years ago. They signed some really good players, and it just didn't work out for them. No, um, that was playing over at Timsmead. Yeah. Um, in, in Westford. So obviously they've come over to over the SFL. I know. Yeah, they, I know they've signed a couple of players. And um, yeah, I think yeah, these first couple of weeks, people should have sort of full squads and be raring to go. So yeah, I, I think they'll get the win. Stephen, where did you go for this one? Uh, I've gone for a three-one win to the Awoosh team. Yeah. Uh, I've got Metro Massive in the London Cup first round. Just the uh, questionable draw that was. Um, <laughs> well, that ain't a questionable one. Yeah, that's fine. You, 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 yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. Southern Sunday that's teams that we're right upset one. about. So, um, hopefully, they lose every single game until we've played them, including the one you played them. You mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Although London Cup is a big is a big challenge sometimes, so you never know. You never know. And if Graham has his has his way, it will be redrawn anyway. So you might get someone else. Yeah, hopefully JJ United. <laughs> uh, be nice to JJ. We're nice to JJ on the on the podcast these days. They owe me eighty quid for a pitch. Uh, okay, we ain't getting that, are you? Uh, Omar, uh, what was your prediction on this one? I went for Wolves United to win three one. Um, been a massive Wester fan and they've left West but I wanted to see him get smashed no not really um, <laughs> I looked at their results last year and I, I just thought Wush will, um, will beat them fair enough uh, Dan Beeler uh, yeah well knowing that like Wush have got the ability to kind of drop a sort of holding midfielder into the back three and control the tempo but I've seen Metro Matic play I know the centre backs are really on it with the, uh, the sort of wing backs formation they play so I went with a 1-0 to Woosh. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Russell has gone for 2-1 to Metro Massive. Uh, and Amari, 
you've been quite flamboyant with your with your predictions this this uh, show. Yeah, I think everyone's gonna have missed. Well, I think people have missed Sunday League, so some people are going to be a bit off the pace. Maybe not a great preseason. Other teams are going to be well up for it. Um, I've heard Metro Massive are supposed to be quite a physical team, but I don't know anything about the others. So I was sort of thinking maybe they just not bully the way to a four-two, but sort of get in their early doors and see what they can do. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, thank you very much for that. That's the ABDSFL section. We'll get straight into Westfar and Omar and Stephen. You can take the, the lead on uh, alternate games here. Uh, last night, we released our predictions for these ones. R2J against Bulltarks is the first game. This is a Prem game, an all-Prem game, uh, but R2J new to the Westfar setup. Uh, in this one, Gibbs went for a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. And I've backed Bulltarks. I'm expecting them um, to go for it this season. They they underwhelmed last season. I don't know if Omar will agree with me, but we expected a lot more from Bulltarks. Well, they, they were new into the Prem last season. They didn't have to play some nice football, especially on a 3G pitch at home. Uh, you don't want that. You don't want to play them. Uh, Omar, um, was our right to go with that one? Where, where have you gone for these ones? I've gone for Desmond's. Um, like I said, they come from Division One last year. And Prem's quite hard, and they, they held their own. They didn't finish bottom. They finished almost mid-table last year. First season in there, now they're used to it. I'm expecting better things this season. But, yeah, I went for a 2-2. Because RTJ, the YouTube team, and with their seven-side players, I thought maybe the first game, they're going to give it their all, and they probably might find their level once they get into it. But I think, yeah, I think this one definitely be a 2-2. Desmond predicted... Uh... Omar. Steve, where did you go for this one? Uh, I've gone for an R2J 3-2 win. Um, although I've heard they've had a poor free, uh, pre-season, I think they'll get a big, big turnout for the first game. Um, I think they'll all be up for it. Um, Bulltarks, they had no wins in the last six games last season. Um, Stato! Stato! Thanks, Dave, for you, Andrew. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. I love it. Thank you very much. I do, I do think that maybe they got a taste of it halfway through last season, lost a few games, and then maybe gave up. So we'll see how they come out. Obviously, it's a new season, uh, new ideas, new management, maybe. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Russell back in the ball talks to talk the thing on the pitch on Sunday and getting a 2-1 win. Amari, where have you gone? Uh, again, a bit flamboyant, probably. 5-2 ball talks for me. Just as I've heard that they're a good team. Um, the four and R2J haven't, as far as I know, haven't uh, played 11 aside in the league. So new team to the league. Um, I know they're, they're supposed to be quite young as well, so... I do. Well, I, my only worry for ball types is they do play nice football, but you can't play nice football at Mottenham Playing Field at the moment. And uh, that's where the game's going to be played. Or uh, ever. What's that? Or ever. You said or, at the well, well, yeah. You ain't going to be able to. Yeah. But uh, the game's at Mottenham. So that could um, play into R2J's hands. But you think if they were a seven aside team, then obviously they keep it on the ground and try and play football themselves. If that's, if that's how they know each other. Uh, in small-sided stuff, you'd imagine that the pitch was, is going to struggle, is going to help them, uh, not going to help them either. Dan, uh, Cavell, where have you gone for this one? I've gone 4-1, um, ball talks. Um, I know a couple of boys down at Meridian and they said they played them last year and they were unbelievable. Um, they said they was as good as UTR when they played them. So, um, yeah, so obviously they can reach 
reach that level. Um, just obviously whether they can do it consistently, I suppose. That's the thing. Consistency is key for Bull Tucks this season. They could be outsiders. We're expecting others to be um, the title pushers. Uh, some big names there from from yesteryear and uh, Metrogas in amongst it now. But Bull Tucks could uh, and probably will have a say in the title on their day. Um, they are a good team. Dan Bieler, where's your where's your prediction? Uh, going? Yeah, same. Uh, sorry, it was just talking in. Dan C was that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I know someone that's played against Bulltarks and said they were very, very good as well. So I went for a free two win for them. Yeah, they are a good side. There's no two ways about it. They are a very good side. I, I saw them last season, and uh, on their on their rise to the prem, they were a fantastic team in the lower divisions. And now they get to be uh, the fancy team in the prem. That didn't happen much for them last year. Uh, the second game in Westfart is Kingsford against Barnhurst. Um, the young against. The not so old because they're my age, but the the, the older, shall we say, uh, <laughs> my prediction on this one, I'll never knock back Barnast. And if you speak to the Barnast boys, they'll tell you the bet for them should always be Barnast win and both teams to score. They don't fancy themselves to keep clean sheets. Uh, Gibbs backed uh, Kingsford to win 3-2. So we're split on this one. Uh, Steve, uh, you've hit us with some beautiful stats on the uh, on the first game. So don't let us down there. What do you think on this one? It's going to be a very good game, I think. Um, I should go with Gibbs, shouldn't I, as I'm his apprentice, but I'm going to go with <laughs> on this one, Andrew. I think Kingsford, a very good side. They got to a cup final last year and unfortunately lost. Um, but they'll be good for the next few years if they can stick together. It's a big jump up from Division 4. They're a good young side, uh, but I believe the experience. There is life in the old dog. I think Barnhurst will come out winners in this one, 2-1. Uh, Luke Coleman, absolute bagsman. So, yeah. look him this season with the goals absolutely Omar as our other uh, Westford correspondent your first up your second up after Stephen what do you reckon oh, I think this game alone should be an absolute cracker yeah. uh, my first team have played both Kingsford and Barnhurst in pre-season Kingsford as you said the young team and Barnhurst are well experienced but they keep fighting even if we went 2-3-0 up against them they come back I just think they're going to be have too much 3-2 um, Barnhurst 3-2 Barnest. Dan, you'd have, had, you'd have had some battles with a younger version of Barnest many years ago in the Orpington and Bromley. Uh, what do you think of this one? Yeah, well, I, I've gone 3-2 Kingsford. Um, well, yeah, we, we had battles with Barnest about 10 years ago and they were old then. So, <laughs> don't know how old they are. <laughs> God knows how old they are now. Uh, but yeah, I, I think I think Kingsford finished like a point behind Inter Belvedere last year, I'm a yeah. point or two. And I know Inter Belvedere are a very good team. Um, so yeah, I've gone for them to just win. For, do you know if I could go and watch a match, this is the one I'd go and watch. I yeah. think it'll be a very good match, very good game. So it could go either way, but I've gone Kingsford. Agreed. Uh, Dan Bela, would you would you reckon? Uh, I went three one Kingsford, and I'm going to make up some rubbish about Kingsford. The youthfulness of Kingsford. Going to come out on top, just because I've heard what you lot have just said. <laughs> we're, all le- we're all learning from each other, so hopefully, as the yeah. weeks go on, we you learn you learn the certain shit that you can say about certain yeah. teams. That that's, you seem to get away with things as you the more you talk about Sunday teams that you don't know about. So just copy what everyone else says, and then you'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's or, not. <laughs> or not. Uh, Russell has backed the Barnhurst boys to win three one, and Amari, where have you gone? A Desmond for me. Don't know anything about these two teams. So, yeah. 
it's nothing to silly, nothing to silly guess for this one. They're they're closely matched. You've got young, talented players at Kingsford, and you've got Barnhurst, who are whose game management is second to none. And I don't mean that they kick the shit out of people. They can change formations, they can mix it up, they can play football. They've got one of the best forwards uh, in the league, uh, if not Sunday League football, who scores goals for fun. Shit house um, FC. Who who Barnhurst? Oh. Well, I mean that, that I, if you see them play, they can play football, and uh, but they can shit, they can absolutely shit ass a game as well. But right. um, Andrew, for those of us that don't know, who's that striker you're talking about? Luke Coleman. Okay. Was going to say Romario the way he was going on? <laughs> well, he scored. <laughs> he, he scores. I think he's like ninety percent of their goals every season, and he loves to nick uh, a goal as well. Apparently, off of his teammates, so. They all got to know so to uh, Gas's unbeaten record last game of the season as well. Yeah, they did. So like, in a side. double bank, the second game of a double banker, they won against Metrogas, who you'd think fitness-wise, perhaps Metrogas may be a bit stronger, but fitness-wise, you'd say that matches uh, Kingsford. Both both sets of players play Saturday and Sunday. So yeah, Barnas beat their took their unbeaten. Uh, run at the last game of the season in the second game of a double banker said so, yeah don't write them off at all oh. the thing um, is with Barnes as well is that if they get a lead it's very hard to get them back yeah. very hard yeah that's what I mean that's the tactics and the game management that comes into it they do all of it they'll waste time they'll be arguing with people and, and running down the clock and doing all that stuff as well um, but I, yeah exactly as I said yesterday I think they'll go 2-1 up uh, Kingsford may get one back uh, they'll go two 0 up. Kingswood will get one back, and then Barnes will just sit behind the ball and frustrate them, uh, and that's what they do. And they're a good side for that. I I love all that. Uh, the third, have I asked everyone their results? Yeah, yeah, yep. I think I did, didn't I? Uh, the third game in Westfa is it, um, Eltham Lions reserves versus Hacienda reserves. Omar probably the best person uh, to ask about this one. Either he's had three or four battles with uh, Eltham Lions reserves last season. Uh, no one knows anything about Hacienda Reserves, how they, how the club itself are going to, um, um, what players they're going to put into the reserve team. We know that the first team aren't playing tomorrow, uh, um, Sunday, sorry. Is that something that's in your mind, uh, Omar, when you're predicting this one, or do you think it's going to be two separate squads? I think it'll be two separate squads to begin with. Um, I like to think they've built their squad over pre-season, it's the end of But, um, Elton Lions, as much as I hate them for making us the bridesmaids, they're a really good outfit. Their manager's got them really organised. I think they will win that 2-1. 2-1. Omar going with that. Uh, me and Gibbs yesterday, I've backed um, Elton Lions reserves to win 3-1 and Gibbs has backed them to win 2-1. So all um, Elton Lions reserves at the moment. Uh, Steve, where did you go? I've, uh, I've bucked the trend here. I've actually gone for Hacienda. Um, well, this is interesting because you know a few of the Hacienda yeah, yeah. boys, don't you? I do, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, to be honest with you, um, throughout the season what their plans are. But obviously, like you said, the, the Hacienda team in the OBDSFL, I ain't have got a game this week. So I'm fully expecting them all to turn out. Um, but like I said, it's my division. My Peckham boys are in Division 4 with these teams this year. Um, can I just say to Jenny and Jace, well done, because uh, honestly, most divisions are like this, but... In our division, you cannot call who's going to win that league. No. It's impossible. There are six or seven teams in there that could be champions come the end of the season. I agree. Uh, Elton Lions reserves, obviously last year's Division 8 winners, heard they're a good young team. Um, 
like uh, Omar just said, well organised. But uh, I do think Hacienda, they're, they're clout chasers in my eyes. But um, <laughs> yeah, I can see them wanting all the, all the trophies, every division, every league, if they have their way. So I've gone for them to win 4 2. Surely we're not going to see Louis Clark's debut in Westford on Sunday, are we? Hey, hey, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. One of their young lads, I think, has just been signed by Bromley FC as well. I hope he doesn't play in Westford on Sunday. At STC. Division (laughs) 4. Amari, where have you gone? Um, I actually refed Hacienda Reserves pre-season a couple weeks ago. Um, They played East Wickham. East Wickham Wanderers, yeah, from the yeah, ABDSFL, yeah. Um, and they, well, they did lose 9-2, but it oh, was... Ne- nearly the perfect result. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to message you. 9-2 <laughs> <laughs> is rubbish, 7-2 is crap, 8-2 is good. It was 8-2 for a bit, and I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message you, I'm going to do it myself. Um, <laughs> but this was a couple of weeks ago, and I think the only reason they conceded so much was because they just didn't have the fitness towards the end. And I have heard Elton Line um, are supposed to be a good team, so that's why I've gone with that. 5 0 for Elton Line's reserves, almost uh, other than Stephen, who has got a bit of inside um, everyone back in Elton Line's reserves. Dan, where have you gone in this one? Dan Beeler, sorry. Um, I've gone for a nil-nil. It's got to be the oh, rarest fuck, result fuck. in Sunday League football. <laughs> there's, no, there's no nil-nils in it's Sunday football. It's got to be the rarest result. So I'm going to put one in every week, I decided, and this is the one that got it. <laughs> Dan Cavell, where have you gone? Yeah, I've gone 3-1. Um, Elton Lions, um, I think they've had quite a good pre-season. Um, I think I've seen bits and bobs. And um, yeah, obviously, that's, that's the end of they, they could They could win and... 8-0 or they could lose 8-0 it's, know, it's a lottery but yeah I've gone free one It's interesting that was the the thought that Stephen and uh, obviously Gibbs and I had last night on the podcast was uh, will Hacienda give minutes to some people uh, from the first team is that are they, they going to do that because obviously they're not same they're not they're not a uh, they're not two teams in the same league so they're not actually governed by any amount of players that they can use between the squads they can do what they want because essentially it's two different um, mm. squads in two different leagues so I was interested to see that and um, I mean Elton Lions reserves are a good side so if you think if it's going to be half of the first team and half of the the, the designated sort of reserves from Hacienda it, it won't be an easy game uh, anyway and some of those some of those um, boys at Hacienda have played a lot of football with Rustall doing bits in uh, the FA Cup and that they played a lot of football so I'd be surprised if they'd risk themselves in this cup game and didn't let the didn't let the actual reserve team have a go. Let's see what happens and good luck uh, to both teams. Elton Lions reserves backed by most of us in the predictions uh, team. The last one uh, and it is the Spring Hill Blues. The Spring Hill United Blues boys led by our teammate here, Omar. They take on um, Rose and Crown. A bit of a Twitter um, spat going on over the summer between the two teams, which is interesting. Led by um, Omar's love of Dan Byrne for Newcastle, which I have to say, I have to, I'm with I'm with Rosencrantz. <laughs> I'm with Rosencrantz on that one. Um, ball, right? <laughs> Omar, so heart or head on this one? How are you doing the predictions? Are you going with what you think, or are you going with with um, you know not trying to brag and, and say you you're going to win? Where's where's your where's your aim on this one? Last last season, I tried to be a bit superstitious. I didn't want to. Like, I was sitting on the fence, but this year, I back my boys. I think we can. I think we should be aiming to win it. 
can go there and say that on the first on the first podcast and say that we I think we should be looking to win it. Um I've gone for a free one. Fuck Damo. <laughs> free one. A free <laughs> they're a good side I see them win the cup last year they are a good side but I think it's a bit like the uh, Kingsford Barnhurst I think my young lads um, just going to run them ragged fair play Uh, I backed Springhill I backed you boys to win 2-1 and Gibbs uh, backed you to win 3-2 so we all everyone thinks it's going to be tight Um, Steve what do you think Although I don't want to upset Omar, and I know he did nick one of my players, but um, I've got a rule that I have to stick with, and that's if you're named after a pub, I'm voting for you to win. So, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm going for 3-2 to the Rosen crowd. That's fair enough. I think fair the game has got a point to prove coming back into Westbath. And uh, big watch, watch out for Levi Lambert up there. Big man up front. He'll score a few goals in this division this season, I think. Fair enough. Uh, Dan Bela. I hope you do well, mate. Yeah, we, uh, if you're if you're part of the podcast, we hope your team uh, win wins your league. Basically, that's that simple. It's simply it. We're we unashamedly biased when it comes to teams involved with the podcast. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Dan Bela. You've gone uh, for an, a flamboyant one. one. Springhill. Is that just because Omar's in the in the team? Absolutely no idea why I put that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Fair enough, uh, Dan Cavell. I've gone for four three to Spring Hill. Um, yeah, literally don't know um, yeah, much about either team, to be honest. I've put Division 5 goals because I've done four three either way. So, but yeah, I went four three Spring Hill. Uh, and Amari? I've gone for, I'm going to, I don't even know if it's a real thing, a double Desmond there, four four. It's not a real thing. <laughs> a Desmond, <laughs> Desmond is Desmond two two. <laughs> Yeah, but if you've got Desmond twice, then that's four four, right? Oh, so Desmond you... squared. Desmond squared. <laughs> Desmond squared. <laughs> double Des, mate. Double Des. Let's make it. Let's make things up as we go along. That's fun. A double tribute to the man himself, uh, Russell, back in Rosencrown, uh, one nil, and uh, not showing up. That's why he didn't show up. Perhaps. Right. The Southern Sunday games. Thank you, boys, for all of those. I think I've got everyone's predictions there. Uh, the Southern Sunday games. This is our last of the uh, three leagues we're looking at. No quarter municipal games uh, this Sunday, but they'll be involved uh, from Sunday the 11th onwards. So we'll have quarter municipal as well next week. Uh, the first game is Bath Old Boys against Wheatsheaf. Um, two teams at the end of last season. Uh, Dan Bieler, who missed out with just, just not having enough football to play to get the points over the line when Lazio were faltering. These two were hot on the towel, and they, but they both missed out. Um, that makes them instant favourites amongst the favourites in the championship. Ooh, does it, does it though? It's a tough... Well, you've backed Wheatsheaf, so... I did, so I've gone with him again today. Um, what have you gone uh, for? Uh, Wheatsheaf, 3-1. Um, and what was your reason? I know a few of the lads, I know a few of the lads at Wheatsheaf. We played them in a friendly... Um, and because I backed them to win a league, I can't back them to lose games, really, can I? Do you think it's an invincible season for Wheatsheaf because you backed Absolutely them to win the Absolutely not, league? but they'll put, this will be the only time they pop <laughs> up, isn't it? So I'm going to go for them for a free one. They're a good, they're a good outfit with some good players. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I've backed them 2-1 and, I've, and I've, I've gone with your recommendation on them um, to win the league. I don't think I've backed them. Um, I think I've backed... I can't remember who I've backed in this one now. I haven't got it in front of me. Um, 
But yeah, I've gone with them to win 2-1 against Bath. Old boys. Uh, Russell has backed Wheatsheaf uh, 3-2. Uh, Amari, where have you gone for this? Um, I know nothing about these teams and hearing what you guys have just said, I think I made a mistake. <laughs> Don't yeah, take from... our opinion for it. You've heard my, predi- you've heard my predictions before. <laughs> yeah, but from someone that's in that league saying the, what he's just said, yeah, but you have to a, be, you... Be fair, yeah. I don't know anything about Bath Old Boys, to be fair. I only know about Winchief, so I could be well off. Well, I'm going for a 3-1 for Bath anyway, so let's see what happens. 3-1 Bath. Uh, Russell, as I said, 3-2 to Wheatsheaf. Uh, Dan Cavell? Yeah, I'm the same. Literally have no knowledge of any of these teams. Um, so I did have a little look. I think Bay Bath Old Boys actually finished above Wheatsheaf last year. So yeah, they did. Um, yeah, so but I've I've gone I've gone two well Wheatsheaf. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad I did after Ian used up. Fair. <laughs> Fair <laughs> so I've gone I've gone against what my research. So Fair enough, uh, Stephen. I'm sure the Wheatsheaf is a pub name, so I'm going for them to yeah. win. Uh, down to win 2-1 um, not much knowledge on the Southern Sunday League but I will get to know it now obviously I'm part of this podcast and um, open our eyes up to a new division which will be a uh, new league sorry which will be great um, so I'm following everyone on Twitter now so hopefully I get to know them a bit more and get a bit more uh, of a clue of what's going on down that division down that league fantastic it's not easy with 120 odd teams to learn in that league the big, one of the biggest if not the biggest leagues uh, in London Sunday football um, a real good league, it has to be said. Uh, mm. Brilliant people in and around the league. So uh, we're, we're ecstatic to have the Southern Sunday back on the Sunday league, so, as well as all the, the other leagues that um, we follow. Uh, Omar, last but not least. Oh, I'm interested with Southern Sunday because apparently a lot of them are in the PCC this year. So um, I've probably researched this so I can start learning the names in case we get drawn any. But for this result, I've gone for a Desmond just because their results were tight last year, the 5-3 and a 1-0. Fair enough. So, Stato! Stato! <laughs> 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 no, I, I love it. Every time someone pulls a stat out, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna sing that from the from the stands. I like that one. Uh the next one, London Ravens taking on uh Junction Elite first. Both teams promoted from um League One. Uh, Junction Elite as champions, uh, London Ravens promoted with them. They're now in the championship, in the very competitive championship. Graham, the, the league secretary, yeah. raving about the strength. Finally, in the championship, he feels the strength and depth hasn't been there in the championship, but he, he's really chuffed with this. And I think it's showing with these two games, uh, Dan, they're two to the top it's such, teams, isn't such it? a shame that these I don't, I don't, guys, once you get to learn about. Summer Sunday, I'm really looking forward to it. But Ravens and Elite really is a proper kind of derby. They've come up together. They've always been first and second. They sort of want to kind of lose each other, but they always end up playing each other again and again. And yeah, it's a lovely, lovely match, this one, uh, which is why I called it so tight. There'll definitely be goals, but I went for a 4-3 to Junction Elite. Junction Elite, of course. Did they go unbeaten in the league last season? With, I know, <laughs> I've dropped one. I've dropped one there. I don't know if they were invincible. Yeah. I, I they, don't lost know. One, they, they lost one game. They lost they one game all the, season. Uh, yeah. You uh, know that shout stat stat. No, no. That was, <laughs> I sort of fluffed it. If I'd if I'd have knocked it out of the park straight out, I'd have given given myself a stat over. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. A, a one a one loss for Junction Elite. Um, they're a good side on their day. Uh, we spoke to their manager Aaron. 
on a podcast a, a few months ago at the towards the uh, well middle of, middle of um, twenty twenty two at the end of the season, and uh, he said that they just don't take it seriously. Maybe because it's London Ravens, they will. And yeah, uh, but I mean, I can see that their reach is reasonable, reasonably far. They're they're a big team, you know, within London now, and uh, I could only see them kind of improving in terms of players over the summer. Fair enough. They they certainly do draw in during the players. Uh, Dan Cavell, where have you gone for this one, mate? Um, I've gone for Desmond. Um, yeah, well, yeah, like I said, I looked up the games and uh, they were both both of games were a draw last year, so I've just done another draw. So. Fair enough. I back, <laughs> back Ravens to win 3-2. I think there's an upset uh, on the cards. That's just a, a, a roll of the dice and, and let's see what happens. But the, both teams will be fired up and as you say, there's history um, amongst the South uh, the Southern Sunday community. This is a massive, a massive game. Uh, Omar, what have you done? I went for a 4 3 to Junction Elite. I looked at them, like Dan just said, they both drew on both their games last season. And the last game of the season was a 4 4. I thought because Junction Elite won the league, I've just gone for a 4 3. Fair enough. Perfect, perfect reasoning for me. Uh, Steve, what do you reckon? I've gone for a 3 1 win to Junction Elite. I think that. Uh, they're more of an established club. Obviously, they did win their division last season over Ravens. Um, little interesting thing about them. They also have a futsal team, which is a great thing to have, isn't it? You've got a few ballers there, I bet. Stato! Stato! <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you, mate. Um, Russell has gone for a 2-1 Junction Elite win. Uh, and Amari... Are you going to full ass basically everyone except except me? It seems. Yeah, just based on what I heard last season, really about Junction Elite, I know nothing about the other team, but I heard their name pop up a few times. Supposed to be decent, so I thought I'd back them. A fantastic club, all in all, what they do for their community down there around. I think it's around the Battersea mm. area. Give kids football for pennies, basically, and do a lot of work in the community and all that stuff, like a youth club and all that stuff. It's a fantastic out for those people that don't know anything about Junction Elite, not just the football club, much more than that, in fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They've got some nice kits, haven't they? <laughs> they got, yeah. nice kit. yeah, they kicked off that that whole um, that brand, didn't they? Basically, they were the first yeah. team that seemed to have it, and then everyone went mad for it. Yeah, I remember seeing a couple of them, and yeah, that's a, that's the only reason I know them. But yeah, some lovely kits. Yeah, uh, Aaron was one of the first winners of the Selk hats because we they won their kit, basically won a kit poll that we did. I think I during don't know lockdown. how we didn't win that. I'm not being funny. Yeah, uh, you've got nice kits as well, haven't you? You've got <laughs> well, the Dutch, the Holland one. Yeah, so yeah, a little play on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, the the listeners, the listeners, Gutted. and the and the followers did the vote, and not me. Gutted. <laughs> right, the third game this week is Top Deck taking on Parthenope Draw Specialists. I wonder if anyone else has picked up on that uh, this week. Uh, Dan? Uh, yeah, I've played, I've, I've played played these teams over the years. Uh, top Deck when we were in League 5, Parthenope and Top Deck when they both in League 4. When they're in League 4. Um, for me, Top Deck are a very good side. They came really good at the end of the season. Parthenope. I love that the gaffer's really nice, lovely setup down there. But I think if Top Deck have the same team they had when they beat us last game of the season, they should annihilate. Well, not annihilate, but yeah, I can see them winning quite comfortably. I've got a 4-1 for Top Deck. 4-1 from the man in the know. I've gone for a Desmond, just in tribute to the man himself. And because Parthenope 
do tend to draw quite a few games. It was noticeable how many games they drew last season. Uh, Stephen, where have you gone on this one? I think I've made a massive error, guys. I've gone, <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Parthenope to win 3-0. But only reason why, I was giving them a little bit of a research on Twitter and I found out they've got a goalie called Shevchenko. So, one of my favourite <laughs> players growing up. I'm going to back him all the way. I hope he keeps clean sheets all season. Anytime we get Parthenope on here, they're going to win to nil. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Dan Cavell? Um, I've gone for 3-2 top deck. Um, I think, yeah, same. I think I drew both games last year as well. Um, but I think top deck, deck might have finished a few places above them. So, I've just, I've just gone with them. Fair enough. Omar, same reasons? I did originally go with a Desmond because I think they drew like 15 games between them. One drew like seven or eight and the other one drew six or seven. So I went, but just because top deck finished above them, I went 3-2 top deck. Fair enough. Russell is back to draw one all. Me and Russell thinking along the same lines. Amari, what do you reckon? Um, Another amazing reason to choose a team. Top deck. Top deck of a bus, they'll come out on top. <laughs> I like it, I don't mind it. Well, you got to find a reason to back a team because you know nothing about them. You may as well do something clever with words like that. Thank you, Ari, much Literally. appreciated. So, the last one, the last prediction of the show this week, um, is I call it the battle of the acronyms LMT against Ram RAM or formerly known as Real El Madrid. Maybe I should have shared that. They've changed their name over the summer. Uh, and they were called Real Al Madrid last season. Um, I went 3-1 on this one to LMT. Real Al Madrid struggled at times last year, uh, and uh, LMT did have some eye-catching results throughout the season. Quite inconsistent, it has to be said, to mount any sort of promotion challenge. But they did have some good results, and Real Al Madrid, as I say, uh, weren't so good. Uh, they have to pick themselves up, maybe the rebrand and, the, and all that stuff this season. Uh, we'll we'll do that for them uh, and a new identity maybe catch a few teams um, unawares Dan Beale, what did you think? Well there's a little bit of a backstory here because in terms of my team Clapham Wanderers the two lads I used to play seven aside with Gift and Joe uh, when I said to them I'm thinking of starting 11 aside team four years ago with a seven Sunday they were actually playing for the old version of RAM I think it's Charlie Chaplin right, okay. um, and they kind of they came over and created Clapham Wanderers with me, I think, sort of brought a couple of players with them. So there's a slight bit of needle there, so I've gone for a 2-0 loss <laughs> for Real Madrid. Okay. Uh, the, the old wounds cut deep within the yeah. Sunday. 2-0 <laughs> prediction. Not, uh, not, go on, mate. Go on, Steve. Not bitter at all. Not mm. bitter at all. What have you gone for, Steve? Oh. Um, well, if I knew they were called Real Al Madrid, I might have backed them as as far as my pub's policy goes. But, but they're not. They're not. It's, they're it's just RAM now. So it's Ram. their fault that they're not getting an all-important vote from me. All right, that's right, their okay. problem. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for a Desmond, uh, like you said, but I love the acronyms. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with a draw because they both look very similar by name. So draw it is fantastic. Amari, um, what does LMT stand for? Is that's their name? That's their team name. I don't know what it's called. Dan might Dan Beeler may know. But oh, I, didn't didn't I pull this one out in a on one of your shows? You may have done. Can you do it again? Uh, <laughs> I probably can't. Uh, I can have a little look. While you're talking, I'll see if I can find it in our messages. 
Okay. Uh, um, I, yeah, Russell, I Russell back in a one-all draw, by the way, on this one. He's back two draws on the bit on the bounce on this one. Uh, Amari? I went for a 4-0 just because I, no offence, I just didn't like the name Ram FC for LMT. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, that's as good well, as That's before I find out what it stands for, so yeah. that might change. Oh, oh, I've got it. I've got it. It is love, uh, motivated, or motivation and trust. I hope they get battered now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I went with him. I wish I did. Start so. Start so. Love, motivation, and trust. Yeah. Oh. Just, uh, what, three things you need for a good relationship, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. yeah not on a oh, football pitch. <laughs> 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 He's missing the pit there, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Omar, where have you gone on this one? I couldn't find Ram, but at this time I didn't know they were Real Madrid, so I went for a 2 1 on LMT because if there's him I could find not bad not bad uh, Dan Cavell yeah I went for 3-1 um, LMT I, I think Ram got relegated last year didn't they yeah um, so I think obviously I'm not sure they've got a couple of players in but yeah um, yeah, I went LMT thank you very much is that everyone have I covered everyone Steve did I ask you you did yeah I'm surely Dan Cavell gets a stato for that uh, relegation comment there yeah, that's not that's not a, that's not a stat. That's not a stat. I'm keeping not... it just under a chant level. <laughs> yeah, not quite, not quite the lost six on a bounce and all that at the end of the season last year. That was the best one you come out with yet. That was the best stat of that. <laughs> uh, boys, thank you very much for taking part in this. Hopefully, as we go through the weeks, it'll be easier to pick up um, what's going on amongst the leagues. Don't forget, if you get the score bang on, you get three points. If you get the home away or draw correct, you get one point and obviously nothing for anything else. We'll tot it all up towards um, the end of the season. And I think we decided amongst us that the winner can either have uh, an Awards FC winner's trophy or they can have one of the Selk uh, green hats. Uh, that I have a trophy, be... please. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be very handy at the end of May to have a woolly hat. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, I've already, I've already got one. You have already got one, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, nice, lovely. Now, what did you win that? What was that for? Was that I, the I was, like, I was like the two thousand or three thousand follower, I think. Yeah, even though right. I, I was about number one, but I just I, I set up so I unfollowed them. Followed. <laughs> no, look, don't hate, well, don't hate the player. What's, What's that? that? You called me out for following and I'm following. Did I? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, but you're not. You're, you're, you're not. Like, because it's Dan, it's fine. Don't worry. You're not sporting it. club terms made Sundays, <laughs> are you? <laughs> uh, boys, thank you so much for taking your part in the podcast. I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Cheers, mate. Thank you. See you later. Hope you all get on well this weekend. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.